0: Man. What, 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 pour another shot Now no, what, what, see I'm trying to take it to the spot get it to the telly Turn up fucking room, get it to the telly Hello, and happy Thanksgiving. I hope you're having good food and fellowship with your family today. And if you've got 30 minutes, we'd like to spend with you uh, talking about a a family comedy. Uh, This is Jeff from Every Comedy Ever, and with me, as always, is LaKendra. Hey, hey, hey. And we picked uh, a comedy, quote, unquote, and we'll get to that, (laughs) Uh, that is a classic. We're talking about Mrs. Doubtfire starring Robin Williams, and it came out
1: when... It came out in uh, nineteen ninety three, November of ninety three.
0: I would have been thirteen.
1: I would have been turning twelve. It's... Okay. You're
0: welcome. So this, <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is, of course, the late Robin Williams, and I, I would argue his most famous role, uh, unless you can think of something bigger.
1: No, this movie is actually what um really got me into Robin Williams. Yeah. He so where was I gonna go with this? Um You you mean how great Robin oh. Williams is and how much the world misses him?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. <laughs> but this is this is Thanksgiving. It's supposed to be a happy occasion. And so we're gonna review his In my opinion, his best work. Uh, This movie also stars um,
1: Sally Field. Other
0: people, (laughs) Sally Field. Thank you. It also stars Pierce Brosnan of James Mm -hmm. Bond fame. Uh, Funny thing is, I saw this movie before he was Bond, and I thought he was a James Bond person. And then he got the James Bond job because he just looks like James Bond. Come on, Jeff. The prophecy. At the age of thirteen, I was being given gifts. You didn't even know it. Yeah. Uh, be so so proud. she would. I hope she doesn't listen to lack week's episode when <laughs> I said the f word. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mama. Love you, Mama. You. I swear everybody's got to have seen this, but I'm going to run down the plot because uh, that's what we do. Uh, so every comedy ever is a podcast. What I meant to say was uh, Mrs. Doubtfire opens up with a scene of Robin Williams doing voice acting for a cartoon. Uh, in this cartoon, the mouse starts smoking and uh, Robin Williams goes into business for himself and changes the script because he doesn't think these cartoons should be advertising smoking to children. Rightly so he is given the option of uh, quitting or continue doing what he's doing. He opts to quit uh, with his early day off. He goes and picks up his kids. Uh, he, he has two, three children a the oldest is a girl the middle child is a boy and the youngest is an adorable little girl that's been in several movies uh like miracle on 34th street some other one that I can't <laughs> remember the name of I'm blanking I don't know what to tell you all right this movie is at least easier to recap than black dynamite was so he his middle child the son it's his birthday Mm -hmm. And you find out that he's not supposed to have a party because he has not done well in school. His grades aren't great. And Robin Williams says, well, what mom doesn't know won't hurt her. So cut to the house. And it's a huge party.
1: It's a zoo. Literally.
0: It's a Yeah. There's animals everywhere. And the house is a wreck. There's kids everywhere. Robin Williams and his children are dancing on a table. And one of these animals is eating a one of the neighbor's flower uh, begonia, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> and um, and she calls Sally Fields' character, who is Robin Williams' wife, and says, "Hey, there's a party going on over here." Sally Field jets home, comes in with a birthday cake she got for her son, and sees that it's just a zoo, a, a literal zoo. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe not literal. There's not zoo workers. Anyway, as a figurative zoo in this building and she yells at Robin Williams and he's like, oh, you're home early. I was going to clean it all up. They get in a fight uh, about how he's always the good guy and she's the bad guy and she's fed up and wants a divorce. We cut to a courtroom where they are deciding custody and essentially because Robin Williams is unemployed, He only gets visitations every other weekend Mm -hmm. with his children. This isn't good enough for Robin Williams because he he says it himself. He's addicted to his children. He just has to be with them. They're everything to him. And even in his job, he was doing cartoons because children are like his passion.
1: Mm -hmm. And he loves
0: being a dad. And he just he's awesome, right? And this movie does a great job of kind of illustrating why marriages break down. It's a very believable in this marriage, mm-hmm. right? You, it just makes sense. There's bitterness towards each other, and there's also healing over time. But so, in order to spend more time with his children, uh, he decides to apply for a maid or a housekeeper babysitter position that his wife has posted online uh he does one of my favorite scenes is he does a lot of fake crank calls to um mm-hmm. to his wife and to to make it seem like man the the pool of talent is pretty slim here and then eventually he makes a call as mrs doubtfire with an english accent and,
1: and let's be honest that a chance- whole bit of, of making the fake phone calls at first that was really clever
0: yeah and it also benefited by being you know robin williams is so incredible character actor that it really just showcased them so i wondered if they even had that in the script to begin with and robin williams was like what you know i got this because he's known for being an improviser
1: oh yeah there is and and, there's another scene later on jeff that's the same way where i'm like they could not have written all this into the script this was just him mm -hmm. being him
0: Right, like if you look at Aladdin, they say like so much of his stuff is off book. Like he just goes on his own. I believe it. And uh, most of it's brilliant. Um, Whereas we can look at Jim Carrey, who before you've said he can get a little annoying with his over the topness. So, Mm uh, so he goes to his brother and uh, his partner, who are like movie makeup artists or some kind of like that, because they do movie quality makeup on him to become Mrs. Doubtfire wears a bodysuit a wig dress false teeth and uh this full face mask and it's brilliant makeup it holds up pretty well today but back in 93 it was a mind-blowing transformation
1: I think even today it's it's still mind-blowing I mean I guess it's it's um the movie has caught up with the times or the times have caught up with the movie I don't know which one I really need to say but um But it's just so well done. And one of the lines that uh, Robin Williams' brother in the movie, um, he turns around, he goes, like, how do I look? And he was like, you looked, if it was any better, you look just like mom or something like that. They're just so blown away by the transformation.
0: Yeah,
1: it's good stuff. Uh,
0: So he goes for his interview. And um, by virtue of not being a complete psychopath, as he set up before with all the psychopaths that have called. Uh, Sally Fields' character, he quickly gets the job. Uh, two of the three kids are actually pretty impressed with Mrs. Doubtfire on first sight. The oldest girl is really upset about the divorce and really angry at her mom, and this makes sense. Uh, generally speaking, you know, girls tend to have a really close relationship with their uh, dad, you know, uh, daddy's girl, so to speak, and the boys are mama's boys. Right. Um, and and so she very much took her dad's side in this. And so, and one of the things that Robin Williams offers is let me have the kids in the evening. Uh, and Sally field shoots this down, probably just out of bitterness still from the divorce. And so the oldest girl kind of throws his back at her. Why can't we just go with dad? And she basically turns him down. So the hire Mrs. she hires Mrs. Doubtfire uh, we get a lot of scenes of her building rapport with the family. The first being uh, just Robin, uh, Mrs. Dalfire standing her ground saying, Hey, no TV. You got to go do your homework. And uh, they, of course, fight with a, her. And so she says, Okay, well, we're just going to do manual labor until you agree with mm-hmm. me. After a little bit, they agree, go upstairs, do their homework. The next scene is Mrs. Dalfire trying to cook and right. failing horribly. Horribly. Literally sets herself on fire.
1: Which is, where I think, one of the classic scenes in the movie because she, uh, now, mind you, Robin Williams is in like a full latex bodysuit of sort or whatever it's made out of, boobs, everything, and he leans over this gas stove checking the pots and he stands upright and he's like well i smell something what's that smell it smells like burning plastic or something like that and he stands upright and um the bosom part of his costume is on fire so he grabs two pot lids to put the fire out on his chest i think that's just one of the classic mrs Doubtfire fire scenes
0: yeah i think so and there's one more that actually comes up shortly after this but to finish the scene uh, Mom comes home, sees the house is completely clean. The kids are upstairs doing their homework. They come downstairs and the dining room looks amazing. Candles are lit. Uh, so after failing to cook properly, he orders takeout from a fancy dining restaurant and just plates that for them. Uh, he later learns how to cook off a of TV. From uh, Julia if it were set in to <laughs> Yep. If it were set in today's day, he would learn from YouTube like I do. Indeed. So he goes home and one of the deals is he's got a social worker that comes by to check the state of his residence at his job to make sure that he's fit to uh, spend for a joint custody of his children with uh, his ex-wife. This uh, older woman uh, is the social worker. She goes upstairs with him. But the thing is, is he she meets Mrs. Doubtfire. And mm-hmm. Mrs. Dalfire says, oh, my brother is uh, is Robin Williams. So you just come upstairs and I'll go get him. So she goes, and change, uh, she goes and changes back into Robin Williams. He comes out and says, you know, oh my sister, yeah, she's much older. She's from England. Da, da, da. He makes up a story. She makes a great cup of English tea. And she goes, oh, I would love a cup of tea. And Robin Williams goes, oh, wouldn't we all? <laughs> and runs in the back and changes But the face mask drops out the window and gets ran over by a truck. So the other, probably the most iconic moment, Mm -hmm. I think, in this movie, is he's in the kitchen looking for a way to cover his face. He finds that he's got a cream cake in the fridge, dips his face in it. The social worker comes in. His head pops up and he goes, Hello! (laughs) It's... The moment, right? It, it, it is. My mom that, that's loves the this movie, and she she would quote that like, "Hello."
1: That is the same. Uh, let, let's point out. So, Robin Williams. He he. Right now, his apartment is a mess. He is depressed because he doesn't have his kids. Um, it's not clean. It's unkempt. He ordered his kids Chinese food when they first came over, but somehow or another, he has this lovely cream pie or cream cake in his refrigerator, which was just <laughs> like when I when I rewatched this movie, I was like, now. This doesn't make sense now, does it? <laughs> no. What <But> is there? <laughs> it really doesn't.
0: It's clearly a plot device that just happened to be in the fridge. Right. Uh, so he's got all this cream on his face. He's making her tea as Mrs. Dalfire, And as the cream drops, he goes, What you want one lump or two? And then a cream <laughs> drops off of his face into the mug. Uh, how about one more? And another one drops. Oh, I'm melting like a snow cone. And so he goes and changes uh, and that kind of ends that scene. Now we get a montage of really just Mrs. Doubtfire building relationships with uh, the family as a whole. How well things are going for everyone involved. Everybody's happy. The the oldest girl obviously comes around and lets Mrs. Doubtfire know that hey, I haven't seen mom this happy in years. And there are several scenes where Rob Williams is with his ex wife as Mrs. Doubtfire really just trying to get intel why did you Mm -hmm. get divorced what happened and she's very open and honest with him uh, with mrs dalfire and you can tell that he does recognize the truth in his shortcomings right um you know it can be real easy in this movie to point at sally field as the bad guy in the relationship because she even says i'm the you always make me out to be the bad guy and uh, you know there's really good scenes of him realizing his shortcomings as a uh, husband
1: yeah and i think that the scenes that they shared together as um uh the wife and mrs doubtfire were um just really cool because and, and again i know it's a movie but it's just like if you think about this guy who just divorced this lady who he um, does love and gets separated from his children, whom he adores and is crazy over, and how he calmly sits down, makes her tea, um, and just really offers himself or herself as Mrs. Doubtfire as someone to confide in. And he takes this information and he doesn't react. I mean, it's just like he, the character embodied the character so well <laughs> and so flawlessly, um, that you forget. That this is a a man, a father, who is playing a woman just to be around his children. Again, the great Robin Williams. Can't say enough. So shortly after this, uh, there's two things that
0: kind of happen. One, you realize that Sally Field has a new boyfriend in Pierce Brosnan, Mm -hmm. who's rich and handsome and uh, very lean. At one point, Robin Williams says, Miss Dotfire. They're at a pool and... He bends down to his little girl who sees Pierce Brosnan on a diving board and he's totally trim and cut. And he goes, oh, look, dear, that's called liposuction. <laughs> Essentially, all of his anger and rage, he takes out on Pierce Brosnan. One of the oh, things wait, Jeff. Like is...
1: mm-hmm. We have to back up because, um, I, and I apologize if I missed it, but at, at one point, remember, he reveals who he is to the two older kids.
0: Right. So... What happens is he has to go to the bathroom and he forgets to lock the door and his son walks in on him peeing standing up as Mrs. Doubtfire. The son thinks, "Okay, what we have here is an actual creeper." Um mm-hmm. and he ends up having to reveal to his oldest daughter and his son, "This is actually me. You know, I'm in a bodysuit." Uh he at one point says, "Your uncle freak and aunt Jack did this to me." Um <laughs> And they're like, okay. He's like, but we got to keep it a secret from your mom. Cause she'll flip. And we can't tell your little sister because she'll she's young. Out. She'll probably, she'll slip. <laughs> she'll forget. Even if she does try to keep the secret. Um, and they all agree. So we get to, uh, Pierce Brosnan is dating, uh, uh sally field's character and there's a point where mrs doubtfire comes over oh lover boy's car and he rips the hood ornament off and he goes oh a shame that happened and you know he just really doesn't like this guy for any other reason than that he's dating his ex-wife right and i think they do a good job of not making him some sort of a lot of times these uh, boyfriend characters like this can be just real jerks. And he's actually very loving to the children. Yeah. He even in a private conversation with a friend of his, uh, says that he's crazy about the kids, you know, I'm I'm 40 and you know, it's time for me to settle down and have something important. So he's not some sort of dirt bag. He's actually a pretty good dude. Other mm-hmm. than the only thing you say is he, he refers to, uh, Robin Williams' character as a total loser at one point in front of Mrs. Doubtfire, which of course makes him angry, but it was realistic because, of course, he's going to take the side of the woman he's dating. Right. And he's going to hear all the stories about the sex husband and really just kind of get the dirty stuff. So, uh, well, I mean, he wasn't great. Character. He was a loser. Yeah. He certainly had some shortcomings. So, where do we go from here?
1: Um, I think the next biggest scene is like for me anyway. After that, when so Robin Williams is working as like a what was it, like a clerk person at the yeah he's at the studio stocking
0: boxes and shipping them, you know, like minimum wage type of stuff. Yeah.
1: So then the next big scene for me, well, a not a big scene, but it's a turning point, is when. Um, the studio that he's working in, um again Jeff mentioned how Robin Williams' character was doing cartoon voiceovers, um, because he loves doing things for kids. He believes in educating the kids. And the show that the studio was recording had this really boring dude he reminded me of the dude that does the Visine commercials. Was that the dude that do- was not him? Because that's the no. voice that I hear. Are you thinking <laughs> of Ben Stein? I am thinking of Ben Stein. But that's what that yeah, guy reminded was me ben of. Stein, but yeah, <laughs> He was Ben Stein ish. And so but anyway, so the scene is Robin Williams is in the empty studio. The, the set is up with the with dinosaurs on a table. And he just starts doing this whole scene, which I believe was just him being him. I don't think any of this was written mm-hmm. either. Um, and he's just doing these scenes with these little toy dinosaurs. Um, the big boss walks in. He's listening to him secretly. And he comes around the corner. And it was like, that was wonderful. We need to put this on the air. Meet me for dinner. Friday, 7 o'clock at said restaurant let's work this deal out
0: from there he is at his family's house and they're, um sally field is picking out dresses and asking her two daughters which one to pick and they like this really a sexy black one and of course robin williams asks mrs doubtfire is like oh neither they both read <laughs> street worker and He goes in and grabs this like full body smock that you find out that the last time she wore it was like to her aunt's funeral. And of course, the kids are like, no, especially the oldest daughter who knows that it's really her dad. Mm -hmm. I think she should wear the short black one. And I agree. So, oh, but you're coming to dinner with us, too. It's my birthday dinner. Pierce Brosnan's taking me out and you should come, too. He goes, oh, I wouldn't miss it. When is it? It's 7 p.m. Friday at Bridges, the same restaurant where he's mm-hmm. going to be meeting the owner of the studio. Same day, same time. And we get to the last funny scene in this movie, because after this scene, it just is like full drama at that point. And, uh, I'd mentioned on one of our earlier shows on the dumb and dumber review is like, I don't like movies that get too serious. Uh, well, specifically comedies. Uh, this would be an exception. Um, but, so they go to the restaurant. Uh, the executive guy goes and sits a non-smoking near the bar. And so as they're getting their table, Mrs. Dallas fire says, no, I want to sit in smoking. I used to smoke and this helps me <laughs> so keep quitting just because he wants to be on the other side of the restaurant. Uh, so we have a series of him changing in and out of costumes, sitting with the uh, executive, going back and sitting with the family. Um, he, One point uh, while they're ordering, you hear Pierce Brosnan say, hey, don't make my jambalaya spicy. I'm allergic to pepper, which makes me wonder why he's only ordering jambalaya to begin with. Right. But so Robin Williams goes into the kitchen and spices the jambalaya as another form of revenge. And honestly, Robin Williams is just being a jerk here. Like if I hear allergy, it'd be one thing if someone doesn't like spicy food. And I was going to spice it up, but if I hear allergy, I'm not touching that. Right? Yeah, that you know—that's life or death. Right. Uh, so he spices this food, and then he accidentally sits down at the executive's table, dressed in full, full Mrs. Doubtfire. Doubtfire garb, and thinking on his toes, he says, "This is the new character of your your new children's show, Mrs. Doubtfire. I'm mean, a pulled granny," and he does a whole spiel. And it really impresses the executive about this time. Pierce Brosnan takes a bite of his jambalaya and because of the spice chokes on it. Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire in the storyline knows the Heimlich. Mm-hmm. So she runs across the restaurant. Help is on the way. Yeah. And leaps over a thing <laughs> and does like one of the most violent Heimlichs you've seen. And while He's doing this, the mask starts to peel off Peeling off And he he gets the shrimp out of Pierce Brosnan But at this point his face is half revealed Sally Field noses Daniel A.K.A. Robin Williams And The little girl sees And everyone's just kind of like, wow Yeah Uh, And We now cut And that's it, that's the last funniness From here on out (laughs) It's (laughs) People a really it's, it's well-made drama yeah <laughs> so we cut to a courtroom yep. and um robin williams has decided to defend himself because after the first go-round he was pretty sickened by his attorney um and you know he makes his final argument just saying hey i'm addicted to my kids you know i'm crazy about them please don't take my children away. And the judge says, I, what you said sounded very sincere, but I also know you're a really great actor Mm -hmm. and I have no choice based on your recent actions, but to award full custody to Sally field. Mm -hmm. And we'll revisit this in a year's time. This is heartbreaking
1: so because
0: it's like, you know how he feels about his children. And Sally Field sits there and looks at him and she even, you can tell on her face is like, wow, mm-hmm. this is too much. But and that's one of those
1: moments in the movie too, where it's like, for me, watching this recently, like, you know, when I first watched this movie, I didn't have these thoughts. But as um, an adult woman, as a parent, I'm looking at her and I'm like, why won't you say something on his behalf? <laughs> why right. are you letting this happen?
0: <laughs> and she later explains that she was still mad. Uh, yeah. She was mad about being deceived. I mean, if you think about it, this man pretended to be someone else yeah. and was in your home and provoked private conversations out of you on purpose, pertaining to himself.
1: Yeah. So, the, so I mean, the judge wasn't wrong in, in in actuality. The judge wasn't wrong in his ruling. It was actually quite lenient yeah. for the behavior, in my personal opinion. But you know, still, right. we
0: cut to the family is trying to find a new maid and even without Robin Williams interference they're not having much success and while they're in the kitchen they hear Mrs. Doubtfire as they're reminiscing about all the things that she did they hear Mrs. Doubtfire in the house and they run into the living room and there she is on their tv and the whole family watches and really enjoys it and uh Sally Field does I guess get convicted here and decides to kind of Mend Bridges. Uh, She heads down to the studio where she watches them filming uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. Afterwards, he asks she asks uh, Robin Williams, if she can have a few minutes. Uh, They have this really great scene where the anger is still there. And now like up until like through most of the movie, Robin Williams was still very interested in getting back with Sally Field. Until the court thing happened. Mm-hmm. And at that point, now he's pissed. Right. And he lets her have it. You know, you rip my heart out. And, you know, she kind of is like, listen, I don't, I'm not here to fight anymore. I don't want to fight anymore. The kids need you. They're happier when you're around. And they work out a deal where he can come on the evening. You know, the evenings like they had planned Uh, She one of the things is that anytime he was with the kids, there had to be a mediator there to make sure they were safe. And, uh, you know, and that just Robin Williams really hated that. And he does a great job explaining, you know, when I hug my kids, she wants to know why, you know, and it's just like. He felt like he was an animal being Mm -hmm. sort of observed. Uh, And then we get to the scene where, hey, I got this new person I want you to meet. She opens the door. And it's Robin Williams. And the kids are like, what's going on? And, well, you're going to go with your dad every day after school for a couple hours. And the little girl goes, uh, or they say there'll be no mediator or whatever. And the little girl goes, just us? Robin Williams goes, just us. What, you know, ask your mom. You know, I believe it's actually, I kind of told it out of order. She's like, what about that court liaison? Ask your mom. She says, I took care of everything. And there's this real, it's so touching, and gets me teared up. And I, you were watching this, and I was actually nearby. And you said, "I
1: thought this was a comedy." <laughs> I did I, think it was a comedy.
0: And uh, and so it, it's so good, like the the family dynamic, and it closes with. Sally Field watching Mrs. Doubtfire, the TV show. Mm -hmm. And there's a, uh, Mrs. Doubtfire receives a letter from a girl whose parents split. And she offers comfort saying, hey, families look different. You know, some families have, you know, parents that live in the same home. Some they live in separate homes. Your parents will be happier apart and they'll do a better job of loving you. And it just kind of adds to this like heart-wrenching, thing was like listen we're still a family we're mm-hmm. we're separated but um we love each other Sally Field and we love the kids and rob williams say hey we love these children yep and we're best for them and they'll never get back together and you kind of get that that's okay now uh this is a beautiful movie
1: it is such a beautiful movie i and you know what honestly y'all Again, one of Robin Williams' best works, in our opinion. If you have not seen Mrs. Doubtfire, if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving Day, go find Mrs. Doubtfire wherever you stream movies and watch it with your family. It's a great family film.
0: I agree. Uh, It's a a masterpiece, in my opinion, regardless of whether you look at it through the lens of a comedy or just a family film uh, about a family. This is five stars for me.
1: Five stars, man. Hands down, five stars. Although yeah, I, I'm not it, it's supposed to be a comedy people, but I cried at the beginning, right? I cried at the <laughs> end, I chuckled in the middle. Um it, it 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 really just tugs at all your heartstrings, I think, and, and pulls on each emotion. Like I was upset, I laughed, mm-hmm. I cried, um, I was sad, I was happy. It's just so many things in this movie and again i i I can't really say it enough one of my favorite robin williams films one of the 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 movie that got me um started on robin williams and introduced me to his work um if you know anything about the man and his um acting abilities then you you gotta watch this movie and you gotta watch it more than once Mm -hmm. it's a classic oh yeah yeah
0: i agree wholeheartedly with everything you said
1: there's nothing left to say there's nothing left to say about this happy thanksgiving y'all
0: have some turkey. Have whatever your favorite dishes. Mine personally is my mama's sweet potato casserole.
1: Mine is my mama's sweet potato pie, which she threatened not to make this year. And the devil is a liar. I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. We should have sweet potato pie. I
0: stand with my sister, sister
1: and <laughs> proclaim that
0: you will have a delicious sweet potato pie made by I mama.
1: Shall. Mm.
0: Take a nap afterwards, maybe fall asleep watching football. Watch football, uh, yes. And we, and we will be back with another review of another comedy movie. Uh we thank you for listening, and uh I guess that's it, Lakendra. Have that's a happy it.
1: Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, y'all. Be safe. Bye. Man.
0: What 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 pull another shot
1: now no, what what see I'm trying to take it to the spot to the to the to the to the to the How great thou art